You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 106. Today, I'm breaking down how to measure the metrics that actually matter. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is your first day that you are pushing play on the show, thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. And I am super pumped to really dive into this short episode. I have about 15 minutes to really record this concise episode before I hop onto the first PT Profit Formula coaching call. And I'm really excited about it because this is one of the topics that we're going to be talking about is really determining the metrics that matter. Because one of the mistakes that I see in the industry that I myself fell into was just this idea of, you know, just post every day, just add a ton of value, and then you're going to build a business. And it's really why I go against the grain on knowing that that just post every day or adding a ton of value is not a business strategy. It just isn't. And one of the things that we need to be able to do when we're building our business is really determine the metrics that matter inside of our business so that we have something to measure whether or not we are increasing performance. And so I get why people say just post every day, just add a ton of value, because I'm not saying that those components aren't important. But if we don't have this system in place, and if we don't have an idea of whether or not we are increasing performance, then then you might run into one of the traps that I ran into, which is that I posted every single day for eight months and literally nothing happened. And I kept saying over and over, I couldn't understand what was wrong. I was doing all the right things. I was doing what, what the, my business coach was saying. I was doing all of the things that were happening, or I was doing all of the things that I was supposed to do, but I wasn't really able to assess whether or not I was moving the dial. And it's because I did not have these key metrics in place. And now here's one of the other mistakes that I personally have got to, which I shared vulnerably in the last, in the last podcast episode but it's not for me to decide what are the metrics that are going to matter to you. This is going to be something that you have to decide based on the business model that you have built. But you, if you've been hanging out here at all for any amount of time, you know that I'm always talking about people, prospects, and purchases, and that we move people through a client customer journey using a persuasive content process. I'm always talking about that. And so here's the thing is that so many people, when, especially if they're building a launch model, so what a launch model looks like, which is just a presentation of an offer with a deadline, that's it. But what happens is, and it's also one of the reasons why I go through this, this 
this feeling or I go against the grain of no like and trust because what I see so many people do is that they do a launch and then they're like, oh, I didn't hit my goal. So I guess I'm just going to build no like and trust for three months. And then they repeat the same pattern over and over and over again. Well, to me, that's not a sustainable business model because you're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to be able to hit the targets that you're wanting to hit because of the, the business model that you've put into place, right? And so one of the things that I want us to do and what you to do and what I'm going to help my students do in this next call within the, really literally the next 10 minutes is when you are setting up your goals and you're figuring things out, it's really important that you know what the metrics are that you are measuring to assess whether or not you are moving forward and moving the dial forward. These are called KPIs, key performance indicators. And there are going to be key performance indicators on in each phase in your business model. So whether you're at the people phase, you know, top of funnels, what you'll hear people say, whether you're trying to attract a new audience, there are going to be metrics in place that you are measuring to assess whether or not you're moving the dial. Now, you'll hear a lot of people get into this play, you know, they'll say things like, don't pay attention to vanity metrics because it's not about, no, it's not about likes and it's not about comments and it's not even about engagement. And I get why they're saying that. I even have said that myself because what they're saying is that if you're constantly looking for new people without having the back end, without knowing whether or not your offer is converting or without knowing whether or not your, you know, whether or not you have this system in place that is going to, to fuel the machine and really create an awesome, effective machine, then that's like trying to fill a colander up with water. And you and I know that that's not going to happen. And we're going to spend our time together in PT Profit Formula, really dialing in those components, the offer components and the system components so that you have a strong back end. But that doesn't mean that there aren't metrics that matter in the top of the funnel or metrics that matter in the, in the people face. And I feel like a lot of people miss that. So it's really important that you put the KPIs in place for you and for your business in a way that makes sense so that you can assess whether or not you are improving we on a week-to-week -week basis. Otherwise, you run the risk of doing what I see so many people do. And if you're doing this, I did it too. It's not your fault, which is they go, oh, okay, my launch didn't work. So now I'm going to wait three months and then I'll launch again, not realizing that your work begins now. Every day is the opportunity to make a different choice, to choose again to move the dial forward. Every opportunity, every moment is an opportunity to get better. But the problem is that if you don't have these metrics in place and know whether or not you're moving the dial forward, then how are you going to be, be able to assess in your business for yourself, for your team, for your clients, whether they're making progress? So the, num the first thing, number step one, the first thing that you got to do is you have got to decide what are the key performance indicators that are going to signal to you, yes, we are getting better, 
depending on where, what your people strategy is. Are you doing a podcast? So are you measuring downloads? Are you connecting with people on Instagram? So how many conversations are you having in the DM on a daily basis? How many new people are you connecting with? What are the metrics that you are, that you're measuring that is saying to you, oh yes, I'm growing and I am doing better. Now, one caveat that I'm going to say is people will say, well, what are they? What are they? Well, this is one of those things that you get to decide. It depends on what you are setting up inside of your business. So you get to decide what those KPIs are. Okay. And then now the second thing that we're going to do when we're talking about metrics that matter that actually move the dial is we need to, to disassociate the meaning that we're making about the outcomes. Because this is another one of the mistakes and the problems that I see people getting into when they are really assessing their metrics or putting metrics in place. And I see this happen on, in the fitness industry too, when people are talking about counting calories, not counting calories and macros. And it really comes down to whether it really comes down to the meanings that people, human beings are associating to to the outcomes. What are we making the outcomes mean about us? My launch didn't go well. So that means what? Oh, I can't cal I can't count calories because that means if I do this, then I'm going to do that. Right. And so this is podcast is not here for you to assess. And this is not here for me to determine what is right, what is wrong, what is bad. All of this is completely neutral. It's really going to depend on what works best for you. If you're serving a lot of people that really cannot count calories like me, I couldn't. Like I was serving a lot of people that couldn't count calories, that couldn't count macros because the outcomes and the meanings that they were making when they did that was causing them to spiral in a way that did not optimize their health. But that didn't mean I didn't have indicators or performance indicators in place. Now we're looking at habits. Now we're looking at things that are uncomfortable. They still had things that they could look at and be like, oh, yes, I am taking binary action. I either did it or I didn't. I either hit it or I didn't. And then our work was to unravel all the meanings that we were associated in making through it, right? So one of the things that people do, like one of the things that prevents people from really putting these metrics in place is because of the meaning, attachment, and feelings that we have around the outcomes. Now, those feelings are indicators that we need to pay attention. Those feelings are indicators that we need to move through them, that we need to process them. And I'm a huge believer that in order to do that, we need to, we need to be able to assess what's happening and then and feel it and then move through it. And then we can adjust, but those adjustments are going to happen based on the goals that we've set for ourselves, based on the, the indicators that we have set for ourselves, because what gets measured gets managed. And that doesn't mean it has to be numbers. It can be something, but it has to be a metric. Otherwise we run the risk of just throwing spaghetti against the wall. How are you going to bring a team member on when you don't have that process in place, when you don't have the metrics to help them see whether or not they're performing well or not?
So the second component is to really be able to look at the uh, emotional attachment that we have to these metrics, detach ourselves from them and or figure out what metrics we can put in place that's not going to cause us to panic or freak or have uncomfortable feelings around the metrics because metrics are neutral. It is a tool to help us indicate whether or not things are going well. And so the third thing that we're going to do when we're setting up these metrics that matter is we need to be able to know our numbers. I mean, you need to know your numbers. You need to know what are the expenses, what are, what are the, the, the resources in terms of your time that you are using in order to fulfill, in order to move through all three phases, and what is the revenue that you need to come in? How many students is that going to be? Like, this is how, number three, you need to know what are your metrics? What are your numbers in your business that you need to fulfill the goal, the dream, the vision for, for each phase? So if you know that you want to make 10K a month and you've got your offers already in place and you know what that's going to look like, then you can reverse engineer it. How many people do you need to have? How many customers do you need to have? And then from there, you can start breaking down. Well, how, if that's how many customers I need, how many prospects do I need? How many leads do I need? And then from there, you can start breaking down. Well, then how many members in my audience do I need? And then you can start assessing and measuring what is going to move the dial. And so for me, I'm going to give you a tangible example for me. I'm looking at my podcast downloads and my Instagram because those are my two top top of funnel people phase that I'm going to meet new people. So I've got metrics in place for those two things. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to expand. I'm going to expand to YouTube. I'm going to expand, but I'm looking at podcast, Instagram, and email, and also email uh, subscribers. That's what I'm looking at on a weekly basis. I'm not, and then, and then I'm setting the goals. I'm detaching from the outcomes. And then I'm looking for ways to improve performance. If we're not getting 1% better from week to week, we need to improve performance. And then we're looking at customers. And then for me, because I have a launch map model and I'm looking at simple selling, I'm looking at how many people came through, how many people became customers. And, and, and I'm setting in those metrics that matter. Now, sure, there are a ton of baseline metrics and I'm sure I've said them here before, like you need to have, you know, a lot of baseline metrics that could happen. Like your landing page needs to convert at 30%. Maybe you've heard things like that, but really the metrics that really matter are the ones that you are setting for yourself. What are the metrics that you are setting for yourself and measuring against? based on your past performance, based on baseline metrics. 
Those are the things that you want to be looking at. Okay. So if you like this episode, please let me know. It'd be a huge favor to me. If you would just screenshot it, share it on your Instagram, let your friends know about it and let, and let me know if you have any questions, because if you like this episode, I want to create more episodes in this vibe. So let me know if this was helpful to you and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.